Sometime today, the United States House of Representatives will begin debating H.R. 842, Protecting the Right to Organize Act. However, there is a huge problem with it in its current form. I need you to imagine that it's 1937. No, seriously, I need you to imagine that you're in 1937 and there's no internet, no cell phones, and Amazon doesn't exist. Apple is just a food that you eat and the idea of sending rockets to the moon is still fiction. There's no such thing as Zoom, and the sharing economy has a totally different meaning. Amelia Earhart has just disappeared during her audacious endeavor to fly over the ocean, and the Hindenburg has just exploded. Great Britain's Duke of Windsor has just married Wallace Simpson, the American divorcee, and British citizens are aghast. Feel like deja vu. Joe Lewis has just become the world heavyweight champion in boxing, the first black man to do this in an era of Jim Crow and active lynchings. A current president, Joe Biden, won't even be born until November 20th, 1942. In 1937, the IRS will create the ABC test as a way to classify independent contractors. Now, besides the fact that I'm still trying to wrap my head around the fact that there were independent contractors in 1937, it just feels like that's a long time ago. The U.S. was also dealing with the aftermath of the Great Depression and still had over 14% unemployment. What in the world does any of this have to do with something occurring in 2021? Well, actually, quite a lot. show notes, go to michelleismoneyhungry.com backslash proact. Again, go to michelleismoneyhungry.com proact. When I say that I'm progressive, I'm universal basic income progressive. I believe in the right to organize and fight against big businesses. And I'm currently supporting the workers in Alabama who are organizing against Amazon. So when I say that I'm this type of progressive and that Democrats and independents need to really look at H.R. Bill 842, that should tell you something. You've applied a 1937 litmus test to a 2021 economy. The ABC test for a 2021 economy is a complete disaster, as we've seen from California's experience with their law, AB5. They've had to add numerous changes to the law because there were so many problems with it, specifically the B and the ABC test. Basically, that test helps businesses and the IRS figure out who should be an independent contractor. Here's the thing. It's 2021. We now have seatbelt laws, Amazon, hologram meetings, the sharing economy, and cell phones. In fact, rockets are being sent into space by private companies. Nanotechnology and deep fakes are real. So why on earth are we applying a 1937 litmus test 
to our current 2021 and beyond economy. In fact, the IRS has addressed this issue by using what's called the common law designation to help them identify independent contractor situations. I think it's really important though to discuss why freelancing in its many forms is so attractive to so many American workers. I'm gonna share my personal situation. At the end of 2014, I quit my traditional nine to five job. And I'm gonna be clear, it was a pretty decent job. I had great benefits. I had educational benefits actually at the university that I worked at. So I attended university, university classes for free. I had around five weeks of vacation time a year by the time I left. I had affordable health care. I had a 403B with a match. It's a retirement plan. I could go hiking or go to fitness classes during my lunch hour. So if you're hearing me say this, you're probably wondering why would a person like this in a professional situation such as the one I've described, why would they leave? Why would they leave something that looks so amazing on paper? Let me share why I did. I'm one of the hundreds and thousands of black women who would prefer to go it on their own. In fact, black women are the fastest growing group of entrepreneurs in the United States. In my case, this is why. Difficulty in getting promoted beyond lateral promotions, wage inequities, and not being able to have transparent conversations about them. I couldn't figure out why I couldn't get paid more and I couldn't figure out how much more I could get paid because there was no transparency how workers are assessed by management. So management will assess how you work and that will determine what you get paid. Being the only person of color in a workspace and not being able to exist as myself without constant exhausting passive aggressive bullshit from colleagues. I even grew up in Boulder and Denver, Colorado. And so I'm actually really well versed at navigating spaces where I'm the only person of color. And, and there just became a point where I was just tired of it. Vacation time and general flexibility to take care of myself while navigating my professional role. I just got tired of having to negotiate when I could take care of myself. Toxic work environments. In fact, entrepreneurship has allowed me to lean into my character traits and behaviors that I would get penalized for in corporate, such as talking to people, relationship building, my powers of observation. I could get in trouble for just being myself. And so I finally decided I needed to go. Here's what I love about freelancing, that the word begins with free and all of the freedom that that implies. If I wanted to work 24 hours in a row, I could. If I wanted to take a nap in the middle of the day, I could. If I wanted to focus on fitness and my health and well-being, there's no issue because I am the boss of me. I was able to build out a number of different revenue streams within my business that allowed me to focus on the skills that I felt I could share with the world and I wanted to share with the world. I had the ability to focus on my professional development. I actually will never forget during the last year at my old job when my boss said no to me attending a national conference that everyone in my role across the United States would attend yearly. I don't know why she said no that year. It was pretty abrupt and a little shocking. And this was actually after she had said yes to everyone else on staff. So I was like, you know, I'm really excited about attending such and such conference. 
it's an eight to 10,000 person conference. It was a big deal. I would collaborate with all these other people who did the same work that I did. And she literally, I got the words out and she was like, no. And the next day she actually came to me and she was like, Michelle, I'm really sorry. I actually felt badly about that. And I actually feel like you should attend. But that initial no really stung. I never have to worry about being told now when I want to focus on my professional development. I can do that all year long. I never, I can say yes to me. I love that I'm not forced to be in a paternalistic relationship with an organization that I don't want to be in a permanent employee of because I don't want to be someone's employee. Basically, it's important to me to be able to work on a project and then move on from an organization when I'm done. I'm not trying to work on an ongoing basis for these companies that I have contract work with. Or maybe I have a six month contract and then I'm done. Let me move on. I don't want to be hired on as a W-2 employee. It's important to me to be able to work from wherever I would like to work from my hometown, at my house, at a co-working space, from the mountains or overseas. I have that flexibility as a freelancer within the field that I currently in. I love that there's time freedom and flexibility. I don't have to ask permission to go on vacation, to run an errand for my mom, to go to the doctor or to rest when I'm having a migraine, which honestly, this whole, whole situation has created a lot of them. Ultimately, I love that I can explore my intellectual and professional curiosity to my heart's content. So what do we really want? Please do not harm the almost 60 million estimated people, American citizens, who are 1099 contractors. We're already in a tenuous position here in the United States with the economy. Killing our businesses is a crazy thing to do at any time, but especially now. Please use the IRS common law test versus the ABC test, which penalizes freelance contractors, or just use the A and C components of the test like numerous states currently do. Please refer to the following resource that I've linked to in the show notes so that you can see what states are doing where, and then Google the reaction by freelancers in each state. I want you to start with California and their AB5 situation. And I've included a link to a resource regarding that. People are really angry in California right now. I need you to speak to more freelancers with a special emphasis on individuals who work outside of the new gig economy. People who are not Uber drivers or Lyft drivers. I don't do that. I have a whole business that has nothing to do with that. So why am I being penalized because of this new gig, gig economy. I need you to understand the role of freelancers in facilitating the tasks in some of the following businesses, trucking, content creation. So speak to freelance writers, graphic designer, designers, Yes, even brand ambassadors. I was a brand ambassador for a yogurt company here in Colorado. I loved it. I took on the tax liability and, you know, I was fine with that. Tradespeople in different trades spaces, artists, doctors, and nurses. Basically, um, there's a lot of people who are affected by this legislation. And I don't think that there's been enough time to really reflect on that. 
we want increased accessibility to healthcare. And I do wanna say a huge thank you for the new legislation that is capping healthcare premiums to 8% of people's income when they purchase on the exchange. This is a huge deal. So I do wanna say thank you. We want a federal law mandating paid leave for families and individuals. I must say that I'm very proud of my state of Colorado for voting yes on Proposition 118 that provides paid medical and family leave. And yes, self-employed individuals are allowed access to this leave as well. Don't discount how angry and frustrated people are feeling about the potential of using the ABC test in the PRO Act. Don't underestimate this, Democrats. You're going to underestimate this, and this will be at your own peril. Do listen to our concerns and spend more time looking at the financial impact of this law. Entrepreneurs in California lost their businesses overnight. People left the state. What will happen if it becomes the law of the land as it's written now? We want people to have the right to organize, to have the right to have their voices, but I don't want to be penalized for creating my best life as an entrepreneur outside of work situations. Please, please, please change this bill. I actually don't think it's going to pass. However, I felt it was very important for me to say something and to speak up. If you're a freelancer, please do make sure that you contact your representatives via social media, via their offices, what have, you know, give them a call. You're supposed to, you're paying their wage. So please do that today, Monday, March 8th, 2021, before they start having this conversation. What say you? I'm interested to hear your opinion. Let me know.